0: Hey everybody, this is Gene Marks and welcome to another episode of the Paychecks Thrive Week in Review Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast where we take a few items from the news during the week and uh, communicate them to you and then also kind of reflect a little bit on them as well. So let's get to the news. The first item of the news comes from Paychecks, actually. Uh, dovetailing in with the Department of Labor's unemployment report last week, Paychecks reported in their small business employment watch, That job gains continued among U.S. small businesses to start off 2024. According to the Small Business Employment Watch, January marks the 34th consecutive month of job growth for U.S. businesses. Wage growth for workers continued to stabilize in the new year with the hourly earnings growth remaining essentially unchanged since November of about 3.47%. So, again, hourly earnings are about 3.47% increase uh, for the month of November. John Gibson, who is the president and CEO of Paychex, said that several economic macroeconomic data sources pointed to a stronger close to 2023. He said that gross domestic product increased 3.3 percent in the fourth quarter, while the annual unemployment rate hit its lowest point since 1969, signaling federal policymakers have managed to bring down inflation and secure a soft landing without major repercussions for workers or the economy. Policymakers need to address the cost and access to growth for capital for small businesses, said Gibson. As well as the long-term issues impacting the labor market, including the participation rate and the quality of the workforce to support the continued growth of small businesses, which drives the U.S. economy. A few uh, highlights on wages, which I thought you might find indi- you know interesting. Remember, over, overall across the country, the average hourly earnings increase was 3.47%. The West had the highest earnings increase with about 4.03%. That's the Western region. Among states... Washington state had the highest um, hourly earnings growth of 5.17% and among cities, Seattle, uh, 5.27% in hourly earnings growth. The construction sector had the strongest weekly hours worked among sectors as well. So the the takeaway from this report, obviously, is that, you know, jobs remain strong, job market, the economy continues to remain remain strong. But for you, And me, who are looking at salary and hourly wage increases in 2024, you know, we're at this range of about three and a half to four and a half percent is where we're at. And that's the number we should probably be targeting to make sure that our employees are getting fairly uh, compensated at market rates uh, because we want to retain those good people. Right. That was my takeaway from this report, which was an excellent report. Next in the news are potential tax cuts for you and me. The House of Representatives in Washington passed a tax cuts for business and also for low-income families legislation. This is a report in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, The House passed a bipartisan tax cut bill that would deliver billions of dollars to companies and low-income families, overcoming election year inertia and a series of objections from lawmakers in both parties. The vote was three hundred and fifty-seven to seventy in the House. I mean, that is a rare display of bipartisanship. It pleased many business groups and other conservatives as well as a lot of Democrats as well. The Republicans themselves voted one sixty-nine to forty-seven for the bill. Democrats were one eighty-eight to twenty-three. Now, there's a big provision in it that's going to increase and expand the child tax uh, care deduction. But before and, and credit, but before I, uh, that's not something that we're going to talk about. The child tax credit. Uh, I want to talk about how this impacts you and your business and me as well. And here's what it's going to do. It's going to extend some pretty big provisions to the end of 2025. These are provisions from the 2017 tax act that were expiring already or about to expire. And uh, now we're going to extend it to 2025 so that everything kind of evens up. Oh, like all the provisions from the 2017 act are going to be expiring at the end of 2025. Now, that's another issue for another day. So what is going to be, what's part of the bill? If you have research and development costs, starting in 2022, you are no longer allowed to write them off in the first year. You had to capitalize them and amortize them over five years. Now you can deduct those R&D costs right in the first year. So that's a big tax benefit. The other big benefit for businesses is that it would um, make the bonus depreciation deduction. Um, all deductible in one year. Uh, before that, it was th- this past couple of years, it's been decreasing. Bonus depreciation is the amount of depreciation you can take on an asset when you buy it. And for some small businesses, you know, it's, it's more than a million dollars. So it was a big benefit. You could buy the asset, put it into service and then deduct it right in the year you buy it. Well, you know, starting in 2023, you could only deduct 80% of it in the first year. And then 2024, this year, it's now 60% in the first year. So that benefit is going down. You now have to amortize those costs um, over a longer period of time. But uh, this tax bill itself um, restores it to 100%. So that's good. The other thing that it does is it gets rid of the employee retention tax credit. I mean, we spent hours talking about this. There has been a lot of fraud in that tax credit, a lot of issues. And, uh, you know, it, th- this bill would would get rid of it entirely. Uh, so, uh, you know, it wouldn't affect people that have already applied for it. But going forward, no, no more people would be able to apply for it. The bill faces big hurdles still in the Senate. So just be aware of that. It did pass the House um, but it's far from clear. It needs at least 60 votes to pass um, in the Senate. 60 votes, remember, not, not a lot of 50-50 split. Um, the Senate is scheduled to recess, to be on recess uh, for two weeks starting February 12th. So aides don't expect lawmakers to consider the tax bill before then. But keep your eyes open because it could be some tax incentives for you to spend on research development this year and buy assets as well if this bill passes. Finally, and the news is the Small Business Administration. The SBA has revitalized a training program to help small businesses win federal contracts. This news comes from directly from the SBA. They are rebranding their 7J Management and Technical Assistance Program under a new title called Empower to Grow. The Empower to Grow program will continue to deliver its original services, but with changes that allow more accessibility accessibility. And efficiency. The SBA is also offering new features and upgrades as part of the initiative. It's offering personalized one-on-one training. It's a new and improved version of their Federal Market Acceleration Program. It's a it's a course on government contracting taught by ex, by experts. It's adding uh, you know a master class on government contracting. It's adding networking events and a bidding platform and more multilingual support as well. Just some data in fiscal 2023, the small businesses participating in this program submitted 3,700 bids for federal contracts. Roughly 60% of those bids were successful. Uh, Over 6,000 small businesses took part in the initiative and firms receiving training reported an average increase of 45% in their annual revenue growth. Government contracting continues to be a really great source of potential revenue for many small businesses. A lot of us are sort of daunted or intimidated by the process. This new SBA program, I think guys can really help us uh, get around that process and learn it much more quickly and hopefully get our hands on some of those government dollars. So again, it's the uh, SBA 7J program. It's now called Empower to Grow. Check it out. It might help you grow your business. So as a recap, According to the Paycheck Small Business Employment Watch, we are looking at strong uh, wage gains and strong uh, you know, employment gains in this past month. It's great news. Uh, so hopefully that will continue on the wage increases you want to be targeting three and a half to four and a half percent. I think the House has passed a big bill that could reduce our taxes, particularly on equipment purchases and research and development expenses and eliminate the uh, the employee retention tax credit. Now it goes to the Senate who will take it up hopefully sometime uh, later on in February. And the SBA has uh, revitalized a training program to help you and me get more business from the government. It's now called the Empower to Grow program. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Gene Martin. you have been listening to the Paycheck to Thrive Week in Review podcast. I'll be back with you next week with a few more pieces of news that impacts your business and some thoughts on that. Thanks. This podcast is property of Paychecks Incorporated 2024, all rights reserved.